welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. I've spent the last decade as a CEO, operator, and business builder selling tens of millions of dollars in products and services. I, just like many of you, started with nothing. My mission for this podcast is to help you become the greatest version of yourself, help you grow and scale your business, and create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Matt Smith. Enjoy the episode. What's going on, everybody? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we've had an amazing week here, man. And I just want to say, like, not only in my other businesses, but in my my marketing consulting company, ServiceIndustryCoach.com, uh, I don't run ads or anything for it. And I've been like, our team's been so busy with helping people direct mail, me doing a lot of one-on-one coaching uh, calls, and man, I'm just super thankful. So, uh, you know, coming into Christmas here. Um, I just wanted to say thank you guys, everyone that's supported that business. And, and, and I know a lot of you guys have gotten a ton of value from the stuff that we do for you as well. Uh, but it means the world when you, you trust us with, you know, the marketing for your business, as well as, you know, trusting my advice to help you grow and scale. So I'll start with that and say, thank you. Um, today's part two, uh, I got a lot of really good feedback from part one, uh, last week. And so today is part two last week. If you didn't listen turn this episode off and go back and listen. Um, I'm kind of going through the three pillars of the, the three things I think you need to master as a home service business owner uh, in order to grow and scale to seven and eight figures. And last week we talked about marketing and I go pretty deep into what that looks like. Uh, and then this week we're going to talk about customer experience because this is the second pillar that I believe uh, is extremely important if you want to have a successful business. Um, you guys probably heard me say last week that I actually gave this presentation in one of our, our group coaching calls in one of our boot camps. Um, and long story short, it was a, a visual presentation. Um, and so obviously they, they probably were able to, to see it a little bit better than you guys are just hearing it. But I want you to, to try to kind of envision this. And I'm, I'm walking through this presentation, obviously, uh, through audio. So when I say customer experience, um, I'm talking about creating an experience from your customer from start to finish and creating it in a way where every single customer has the exact same experience as the last. And the goal is to create a customer experience that not only helps your business stand out, but also to create a a predictable experience, right? Um, because what we want is our customers to expect the same service every single time that we service them. I, uh, that's very, very important for you guys to understand before we dive into this. And so I have created what I call the five stages of the experience. Um, and I'm going to go through them quickly here, but then we'll dive into them, you know, in deeper, uh, deeper form after I go through these five stages real quick. So the first stage is what I call the discovery stage. And the discovery stage is when the customer becomes aware of your business through marketing, through a referral, uh, you know, they, they become aware that you exist. And then the next stage is what I call the initial contact stage. And this is when the customer decides you're a company worth contacting in regarding to wanting a quote from you. Okay. The third stage is what I call the sales stage. This is the stage where you create and present your quote to the customer. The fourth stage is the service stage. 
This is the stage where you actually perform the service for the customer. And the last stage is what I call the final follow-up stage. And this is the stage where you ensure quality, you ask for referrals, et cetera, okay? So let's dive into these one-on-one, -on -one, uh, or one at a time, rather, and, and go a little bit deeper. So let's go back to stage number one, which is the discovery stage. So this is the stage where your customers find you through a marketing source or referral. And this is where customers make the first decision whether or not you're worthy of even contacting, right? And so this is your very first impression on a potential customer, a prospect. And so what are the important things to focus on in the discovery stage? The first thing is, is brand. Okay, do you have a professional brand? What's your logo look like? Does it look like you made it in Microsoft Word or is it, is it actually professionally done? Did you pay somebody to do your logo? What about your website? Okay, does your website match your brand? This is so important if you wanna stand out from your competitors, especially in the home service space because nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, 90% of home service companies suck at brand. So if you can actually, if you just like spend the money and pay a company either like us or somebody else to develop your brand for you well, you will, you will be in the top 10% instantly. The second thing to focus on is quality. Is the marketing material you're putting out give the customer a high-end feel? Okay, so for example, like are the postcards thick? Is 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 are they professionally designed? Um, does the marketing match the brand? Does the marketing resemble all the marketing you know the customer sees everywhere else? So like, if they see a postcard and then they see a Facebook ad and then they see a yard sign and then they go to your website, does it all blend together? Does it all make sense? Do they? Do they all uh, jive together? This is important, right? Do we have a clear way for the potential customer to contact us that are convenient for them? These are all things that we have to begin to think about in the discovery stage, okay? But the top two things are have a good brand and then is the, the uh, marketing material that you're putting out quality, okay? Because this is either going to attract the customer you want or attract the customer you don't want. Low quality marketing and high quality marketing both attract customers, just two different types. A low quality marketing is going to attract a price shopper and high quality is going to attract someone who's willing to pay for quality, okay? Second stage, initial contact stage. This is the stage where customers decide to contact you for a quote. And so what are the important things to focus on in the initial contact stage? You gotta start asking yourself these questions. What is our policy for phone calls? How fast do they get answered? What happens if a call's missed, right? Like, how fast do they get called back? What's our policy for website submission and emails? What's our policy for the speed of contact once those are received? So somebody goes to your website, they fill out a form. What is your policy for either you or your office as far as how fast do those need to be contacted? Uh, my buddy Kyle, who I've had on the podcast before, I'll have him on again. Um, they own a, good, uh, a large size lawn fertilization company down in Tennessee, they have a 90 second policy for website submissions. So if they get a website submission or an email from a prospect who is interested in a quote, if that doesn't get responded to within 90 seconds or less, somebody's in trouble. And so what is your policy on that? What is the script that's being used to answer the phone every single time? That way, every single customer is having the exact same uh, experience when they call your business. What is the tone that's being used with the customer on every single call? What customer information is being collected on every single call? 
Like, are you collecting name, address, phone, email, how they heard about you, etc.? Is that being documented in your CRM? What, ex what expectations are being set with the customer in regards to the quote being provided? What is your quoting policy? When it comes to speed, how fast is the turnaround? Right? We, we've always had a 24 hour turnaround, no matter what, oftentimes even faster, but at most 24 hours. So this is the stage where you must implement speed. Okay. So when I say, what's our policy when a phone call gets missed fast as possible, but get specific. Okay. If you want to eliminate competing against competitors, speed solves that. Someone calls you off a Google ad. If you answer that call quick, you don't even give them a chance to call another competitor. Hey, Mrs. Jones, you know, you answer the phone, collect all the information. We'll have a quote to you within 24 hours or less. Really good chance because you just touched every point that customer has that they may not even call anybody else. Why? Because you answered every single question and you satisfied what they were looking for and you did it fast. Third stage, the sales stage. I love this stage. This is the stage where you create and present your quote to your customer. So what are the important things to focus on in the sales stage? Well, how fast do we get our customer a quote? We just talked about that speed. Is the quote in person or online? What is our process on following up on quotes that we don't close on the spot? What are the ways we are following up with these prospects? Phone, email, text message, what are we doing? How are we presenting our quotes, okay? Are we just emailing them? Are they on paper? Do we have packages? Do our estimate sheets stand out from everybody else? How are we presenting these things? You know, how are we providing value that the competition isn't? And what types of things are we doing to create perceived value? All of these things you need to be writing down and then answering them. Okay. Like what is our follow-up process? Do you have a follow-up process in place? Okay. We follow up with all of our quotes within 24 hours if they don't close. That is, that is part of our follow-up process. Why? Because we know the highest probability of a sale closing is in the first day. Every day after that, the probability of that sale closing goes down and down and down. And so it's very important to me that we follow up on quotes as soon as possible if we don't close them on the spot. How are you following up with these guys? Are you calling them? Are you emailing them? Texting them? Doing all of it? These are the things you have to think about in the sales stage. This is very important. This stage is where you dictate whether or not the customer sees value and in, in what you do and is willing to pay you more for it. So for example, right in the previous stage, um, you know, they reach out to you and, and you answer the phone and you answer all their questions. You collect all their information. You set up the quote, you get them the quote within 24 hours, right? Everything's really good, but ideally we're not a lower price company in the area. And so our prices are probably a little bit higher than everybody else. And so, yes, we have the, you know, the previous stage going for us where it's like, well, they answered the phone, they communicated really well, blah, blah, blah. But what are we doing different in the sales stage that is actually setting us apart from our competitors? And I can say the biggest thing that I have found was a, uh, giving quotes with packages. So giving people options, quoting people for every single service that you offer. Okay. For one and for two, uh, delivering it on a physical piece of paper, a high quality, high gloss, uh, fully designed out estimate sheet with all the packages because nobody else is doing it and the estimate sheets upsell themselves. Okay. This is how we have always been able to be a higher priced company in our area. 
So now this leads us to the next stage, which is the service stage. And this is the stage where you actually perform the service for the customer. And so what are important things that we need to focus on in the service stage? Well, service stage is a lot about processes. What is our process for us or our staff when we arrive at the home? Like what is the very first thing that we do when we arrive at a home? Do your employees know? Okay. Do we or our employees have an intro script? Like when we knock on the door? Okay. And let me give you an example of what this looks like. Let's say you have two technicians in a truck. Do they park in the driveway or do they park in the road? Okay. Uh, if you drive maybe vehicles that aren't that nice, maybe we park in the road just to, to make sure we don't spill oil or anything, any oil drips out of the truck on the driveway, right? Um, when, when we pull up to the house and we, we park in the driveway, the, the crew leader gets out and he goes and knocks on the door while the assistant is unloading the truck with all the equipment needed to complete the job. And, and, and so do you have scripts in place for that crew leader who's talking to the customer? Knock, knock, knock. Hey, Mrs. Jones, my name is Matt. I'm with the Dirt Hunter. Uh, I'm your crew leader today. Hey, before we get started, I just want to make sure that we have everything on our list that we're supposed to do. Uh, we're going to be doing the window cleaning outside only. We're also going to be house washing, uh, washing the entire house, all four sides. And then we're also going to be cleaning out the gutters. Does that sound right? Okay, perfect. I just want you to know uh, if you have any questions throughout the process, I'm the guy you'll go to. I'll have all the answers for you. And so you can come straight to me. And when we're about halfway done, I will come and knock on the door to let you know. At that time, I'll let you know if I see anything weird going on. If I see any other things like your, uh, your roof needs cleaned or anything like that. Uh, but I'll let you know when we're about halfway done. And then once we're getting ready to be completed, I'll come in, I'll go over, go over everything with you, walk you around the house to make sure everything's up to your standards, and then we can get the invoice situated. Does that sound good? Yes. Perfect. Hey, when I come tell you that we're halfway done, do you want me to knock or you want me just to come in? So you guys see how I just went through that? Like I didn't just make that up. Okay. That's a script that we've used for years and years and years. And although every employee might use it a little bit differently, uh, they say the exact same thing. Okay. There, there might be some words here and there that are a little different, but the first thing we do is we introduce ourselves at the door. The crew leader does. Okay. He, he goes over the services that we're providing. That way we don't miss a service. And then when we go to check out, they're like, well, what about the gutters? Right. And so we upfront know exactly what we're doing and we confirm that. And then we tell them what, you know, we, what the expectations are, how long we expect the job to take. We'll let them know when it's halfway done. We'll walk them around the house when it's completed to make sure it's up to their standards. And then we're going to collect payment. So you can see how that is. Do you have that script in place? Yes or no? If not, you need to figure it out. Do we have an upsell process? Okay. Our upsell process is at our 50% stage on the job. And so, yes, we have that stage in place because we want the customer to know, hey, we're about halfway done. Have you ever had like a contractor at your house? And you're like, I have no clue how long they're going to be here. So we like to keep people up to date of how long we're going to be there, but it's also the perfect time to say, Hey, Mrs. Jones, um, you know, let's just say we're doing, doing their windows. I was up on your roof cleaning your upstairs windows and I noticed your gutters are full. And I know there's no way you could probably see that from the ground, but I just want to make you aware. Uh, we do offer gutter cleaning and, and I saw here in your quote that we had it at $250, but since we're already here, we can do it for $199 if you'd like us to do it and get it get it all completed while we're here. Boom, upsold them on something the customer actually needed at that 50% mark. 
So do you have an upsell process in place? How do we keep the customer informed as the job is going on? When problems arise, do you go tell the customer? Do you keep them informed on how long you're going to be there, right? Um, what are the things that you're doing when the job's getting done and completed to ensure quality? Okay. We walk our customer around everything and then we have them sign a carbon copy that, that states that they're happy with the service provided and they sign off on it and pay us. Why? Because then if they call us back and say, Hey, uh, you know, this window doesn't look quite as, it doesn't look quite as clean as the other ones. And it's been a week and say, well, Mrs. Jones, we have a, a thing here that, you know, Matt walked you around the whole house and, and showed you every single window and you were satisfied with the job at the time. Um, and I have a signature here. Is that correct? And very quickly shuts that down. And so those are things that we do to ensure quality. Now, oftentimes, because we want a high level of customer service, we'll still go out and, and fix it. But getting that sign off stage, what that does is they know they signed off. And so many times, even if they find something little later, they won't call back. Okay. And then how are we closing out the job to ensure the customer's completed, right? Um, um, com completed and satisfied rather. And so what are the things that you're doing at the end of the job? So the customer knows that a, we appreciate them as a customer B everything we've done is quality and we want them to know it right. Part of our walk around and, and C, what are we doing to ask for referrals? Like as the technicians, Hey, Mrs. Jones, I want to say thank you so much for the service. Could you do me a huge favor? Uh, yeah, what's that? All right, so we're a, a really small family-owned business, and we rely heavily on referrals from our customers. If you know anybody that could use our services, would you just let them know we exist? Oh, of course I will. Awesome. Thank you so much. Here's a couple of our cards. Boom. Done, right? And then you close out the job. The next stage is the follow-up stage. This is the stage where you ensure quality, you ask for referrals, you leave a final impression. Okay. This is not the job of the, the technicians. This would be the job of the owner of the office staff, etc. So what are the important things to focus on in the follow-up stage? How long after the job is completed, are we following up on every job? Okay. And how are we following up with them? Phone, email, text message, all of them. How are we ensuring we have met the customer standards? Are we asking for referrals? Are we getting reviews from the customer, right? Do we have a, a process in place that we can send a link to the customer to get real Google reviews? That's important. Okay, you need all of these things. Like you should be, you should be calling every single job that you're doing the very next day. Hey, Mrs. Jones, this is Matt. Uh, I'm, I'm one of the office managers here at the Dirt Hunter. And I'm just giving you a quick call because A, I saw that your job was completed yesterday by Jake. And first off, I want to make sure that you were happy with everything that was done. Oh yeah, yeah I was happy. Okay. Awesome. Was the crew good? Um, you know, did they, they meet your expectations? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Boom. Ask for the referral. Hey, Mrs. Jones, we're a small family owned business. If you know anyone that could use services from our company, will you please let them know we exist? Oh, of course I will. Jake already asked me that yesterday. Perfect. And then the last thing I have for you is um, one of the biggest ways that we get new customers is by our reviews on Google. Could I text or email you a link? It takes 30 seconds. And could you leave us a five-star review when you have a, a few free minutes? Boom. Done. Right. And, and the review thing can be automated, but it's still powerful to ask them over the phone. You see how this is all coming together? Perfect. So those are the stages of the customer experience, right? Like 
Those are the important things, the discovery stage, the initial contact, the sales stage, the service stage, and the final follow-up stage. And all of them are equally as important and they all jive together, just like all the marketing does. So if you're listening to this, you're like, holy F, that's overwhelming. Chill out, rewind, start with one. Okay, the discovery stage. What did Matt say about the discovery stage? What did he say? Okay, he said, this is where they find you. This is, this is you know where they find you through a marketing source. Okay, so what's important? Well, he told me I need to have my brand on point. Okay, what does that mean? I need to have a good logo, good website, and all of my marketing needs to be quality and it all needs to resemble the same feel and brand. Let's start there. Boom, I knocked step one out of the discovery stage. Okay, cool. Um, you know, what, what else did he say? Well, now I can move on to the initial contact stage. Take it one at a time, you guys. This isn't something that gets implemented overnight. This takes a season before you can implement all of these stages, right? And, and get them in place and, and get them documented. And when I say systems, a lot of people get overwhelmed by the word systems. All a system is, is a documented way of doing something, okay? So let's just say like for the service stage, right? Uh, we talked about having a script for your employees when they arrive at the customer's home. That's just documenting what you want them to say and them learning that script. And what happens is they will memorize it and then they'll actually be able to say it like a real conversation, not like they're reading off a piece of paper, just like I did, right? You're just flowing. Like I can just knock on a door now. Hey, my name's Matt. I'm with the Dirt Hunter. I'm a crew leader. If you have any questions, blah, blah, blah. Here's our process. We'll, we'll check in with you. All the things I said. Why? Because I've said it so many times now that it's ingrained in me. And guess what? Now when Mrs. Jones just had an amazing experience with my with our uh, our crew and our company, guess what? Now she refers us to her friend, Mrs. Smith. And now Mrs. Smith has us come out and guess what? Crew leader knocks on the door, same exact thing. Oh my gosh, Mrs. Smith just had the exact same experience, even if it wasn't the same crew. And now Mrs. Smith refers us to somebody else. And she says, you'll never guess this. They had two guys come out. They were so polite. Uh, Jake was was the guy that I dealt with mostly. He answered all of my questions. He told us when they were halfway done. Um, he walked me around the house. He showed me every little thing they did. He actually even told me we needed our gutters clean. I had no idea, right? Boom. This is powerful stuff, you guys. You have to get this. You have to become obsessed with this kind of stuff, okay? You notice one thing I didn't say in here in the service stage? I didn't talk at all about the equipment we used. I didn't talk at all about the service itself. Of course we want to do a good job, but guess what? If I don't do a good job, when I walk my customer around, they're going to tell me and I'm going to have to do a good job. So this makes sure that we do a good job, but I'm not obsessed with the service. I'm not obsessed with the equipment. I'm obsessed with the experience and you guys need to become obsessed with it too. So take this chunk by chunk and start implementing a little bit at a time. And I guarantee you guys are going to see crazy momentum in your business. Your referrals are going to go through the roof. You're going to get way more reviews. And overall, it's just going to be a great thing for your business, but more importantly, for your customers. We'll do part three next week. And uh, that will be the last part. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, I hope you guys implement this stuff, man. Like I'm giving this away for free right now. I should be charging lots of money to deep dive this stuff with you guys. And so take this and do something with it. Don't just be a consumer, be a doer. I'll see you on the next episode. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. As always, if you need any help marketing your business or want to work with me directly doing one-on-one coaching, visit serviceindustrycoach.com. We'll see you on the next episode.